Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Oh, hey everyone, Jilly Moon. Oh my goodness, it has been literally too long since my last podcast. I mean, frighteningly long. But here I am, and it is a Sunday morning where I am right now, although by the time you listen to this, it could be any day of the week, all seven of them actually. Um, But I am really happy to be back online doing my podcasting. Um, If you want to know where I live, virtually, of course, um, you can find me on all of the good social platforms. Instagram, Jilly Moon, G-I-L-L-I-M-O-O-N. Facebook, Jilly Moon Music. Uh, Twitter, Jilly Moon. YouTube, Jilly Moon. Website, JillyMoon.com. And I've got a spanking new website for my coaching called Warrior Girl Creative, WarriorGirlCreative.com. All right, all that aside, why are we here? I've got a frog in my throat, which is crazy. Um... You know, I continue to express, you know, I am now a creative coach. I've been the number one creative coach for over 10 years. I blog, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a forever wannabe rock star, I write songs, I've recorded many albums, I'm about to put up my eighth album, which is pretty cool, and I want to talk about that a little bit. Um... And I am a mom of twins. My kids are now six. Can you believe it? Six years old. Um, I guess that's probably why I haven't been podcasting. (coughs) And, um, excuse me. Um, But, you know, they take up most of my energy, which which is good. I mean, I love being a mother, but it is pretty, like, crazy how we try and fit in everything that we can possibly fit in in our lives. It's really hard. Um, Anyway, and I seem to have a bit of a cold, so I hope you can live with that. Um, And, you know, I've been doing a lot of um, entrepreneurship. Apart from my own businesses, I've been working and consulting in the tech space and helping startups be successful uh, from an organizational point of view. So that's been real exciting. And then I do a lot of life coaching and business coaching and creative coaching. So that's great. Um, And here I am on my podcast, wherever you're listening from, and I want to share a really cool topic today um, that I think a lot of us will be inspired for the new year, and that is to think about how we're approaching our day. Um, We can either approach it you know, all fast and go get it and positive and energetically or we can 
kind of be a victim of the day and sort of spin the negative and uh, not enjoy the moment or our people around us. It's kind of two ways to go for life, towards life and towards a day. And so I'm going to give you five cool ways to approach your day as a powerful, happy person. And I want to do this because I, even me, I got in a rut for a while. I, you know, I would wake up and I'd just go through my routine and I would just be kind of like, I don't know, I keep calling, I keep using the word victim, like being a victim of my circumstance, of my surroundings. I was very reactionary for a while. Um, very busy days. Um, and that was, that was good because I like being busy and I'm very proactive, but you know, when busy gets busy and it's not really like doing anything, it's just being busy. And then you just sort of go to bed at night going, what did I just do today? Um, and I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm like a real like go getter. Like I do like, I don't know, 10 things at the same time. And it's not that I have like ADHD, but I definitely, from a creative and business point of view, tend to compartmentalize my life and do a lot of different things. Now, that can all stack up because you can end up not having any time to focus on one thing. And so what I do for myself now and what I do for my clients that I coach is I help on time management, I really tap into the hours as a sacred plan where each hour, each part of the day has to be kind of planned out so that you can um, allow some time to dive in and do, be, complete something. So <clears throat> that's definitely been a bit bit of a pill for me lately because I've been like, you know, having my fingers in lots of pies. And I know that a lot of my creative clients have the same saga because they're doing, uh, trying to do their music, then they've got their day job, and then they've got their, trying to make some money, and they're trying to got to run a family, and we, I get it. We all get it. We all have a lot to do in our lives. And so I want to kind of share these five things on how to kind of go out with a positive, happy day, um, which ultimately is going to make it very productive and very effective. Because when you're happy, you really are productive. And when you're happy, you really tap into productivity and, and momentum. And when you're happy, you don't buy in or get bogged down by the negativity around you and there's so much negativity out there you know I mean just tap just just turn on the news I mean they never say anything happy so you know you really have to kind of really focus to towards happiness uh, which then can make your day successful and and I say towards happiness because, you know, there's a contrast. You can be not feeling so happy, but you, f you know you're moving towards something. And that's, that's what's important is to have that hope and that goal and move away from what doesn't feel good. And I think that's just that instinctual 
thing right there, if you can tap into that, moving towards what makes you feel good, moving away from what doesn't feel so good, ultimately will create your day to become positive and happy, joyous and productive and successful. So I've got a story to tell you and then I'm going to talk about these five cool points. This is an actual real story. It happened yesterday. I was walking back with my dog. I love to take my dog Bella for a kind of a run walk. I don't really run. I plod. And I was plodding along um, back from Starbucks where I got my green tea soy latte. I do not drink coffee anymore. I used to drink coffee, oh my God, like, I don't know, 15 years ago. I think it was maybe 10 years ago. Anyway, I've been drinking green tea for a long time. But I don't like just like green tea because, you know, like a tea bag green tea because it kind of gives me a really bad headache. But um, the matcha green tea from Starbucks, I love. It's my favorite, favorite tea. In fact, it's, it's so good, I'm kind of addicted to it. I have to go to it every day. It's kind of my routine. If I don't have my green tea soy latte, and by the way, I have soy milk. Yes, I know there's problems with soy and all of that stuff. Um, but I don't like coconut milk in it, and I don't like almond milk in it, and I have not been drinking cow's milk for like eons, kind of as long as I haven't been drinking coffee. Um, and so, yeah, so the fact is, is that I drink these green tea soy lattes, and they're really yummy. Um, and so I was on my routine. Uh, plodding along with Bella, my dog, who's a cockapoo mix Portuguese water dog. Um, and if you go to my Instagram, you might see a picture of her. Um, anyway, that's my computer. The point that I was saying is on my way back from Starbucks, um, I was about to cross a really busy road not highway or freeway but just a road not that I would cross a freeway but a busy road um and even at like you know 7 45 in the morning it was quite busy um and there was this bike lane kind of you know where the we can park cars but the bike lane and it was pretty empty and before I crossed the street I noticed this man um, wheeling himself very slowly down a little, the little driveway that goes, well, you know, the ramp that goes on from the pedestrian sidewalk to this, to the road. He was in a wheelchair and he was wheeling himself down, but he it was very awkward, like, like it was his first time. And, you know, he looked, I don't know, he was, I don't know, 40 maybe, uh, African American, actually beautiful features, um, really good looking man, really good looking man. But um, you could tell that he he was down on his luck, and he was struggling, like literally struggling to wheel this wheelchair. Like he literally, like it's like he just put himself in it for the first time, and he was trying to ha- make, get a handle of it. And 
I think he had something wrong with one of his hands, so he couldn't really, um, he couldn't really use both hands at the same time. And I was like, oh my god, I, I wonder if I should help him. And he'd gotten himself on onto the road, but I was kind of worried that he would get hit by a car because the cars were coming by. But he was in the bike lane, so there was there was room there. And he finally got, he was heading north, and I was going to head like west, across the street. But he was heading north, really slowly, trying to wheel this wheelchair, move forward. And I said, you know what, Stafford, I'm going to go up to him. And, you know, I didn't know if he was a homeless person or, or what. I, and it was kind of not, it was kind of in a sketchy neighborhood, like just where between me and Starbucks is kind of like a road that if you keep going up, it gets sketchier. So I was like, I thought I was going to, you know, risk the neighborhood, whatever's, you know, to go and talk to this man um, who, you know, seemed so sweet actually amongst the sketchiness. So I, I went up to him. And, you know, he's trying to move up with his wheelchair. And I said, hi, can I help you? And he looked back and he smiled, beautiful smile. And he said, no, I'm, I'm good. He said, I said, it sounds like you're having trouble with your wheelchair. Do you want me to push you up a little bit to where you need to go? And I will never forget his response. He turned back again. He said, thank you for offering. I've just started getting the you know, hang of this. And I'm working my way. And I need to do this. And I responded, I said, are you sure? Because I, I can I'm happy to take some moments and help you push it. And he, he, again, he said, no, thank you. Uh, I, I need to do this and I need to get to where I need to go. And I was like, I was floored. I was like, wow. And I, okay, so, so I left him. I said, okay, well, have a nice day. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, all that stuff. And I watched him for a little longer and, you know, he was just struggling. Just, But he, he was getting there inch by inch. He was turning these wheels and he was making his way, but it was it was really laborious. Like I was I was really feeling for it. But I honored his request. He wanted me to leave him be. He was getting the gist of it and he was getting to where he needed to go. Which, by the way, in front of him, like I didn't see anywhere that he was going. Like there was like closed shops, uh, you know. Everything was closed. There was like the next street corner was, I don't know, half a mile away. And there, it was not really anything to kind of head towards. But I trusted the fact that this man knew what he wanted to do. And so I left him and I was thinking about this. I was like, wow, you know, everyone has their, their, their purpose in life. And... Everyone sees their day differently. And boy, he saw his day differently to how I saw his day, right? Like I thought he was going to have a real struggle. And in my perception is he's going to have a real struggle. It's going to be hard. It's going to be horrible, blah, blah, blah. He's going to be stuck. He needs other people to help him. 
what he's saying is, I'm good. I made this decision. I know where I'm going. I know how I need to get there. And I'll take the time to get there. And he had a pleasant disposition. He wasn't unhappy. I swear, he, it, it was, he, was, he was okay. Yeah, was it hard turning the wheels with his hands, one that really didn't have, you know, full use? Yeah, it was. Was it that he could be, get to his destination faster if I pushed him? Yeah. But this was his decision, and he chose it with a real fairly happy, positive demeanor. And so I have some five, five things out of this that I want to share with you. Five Five, five points of view. One, we all have our destination and it is our own destination. We are alone in that destination. Whether you are married or you have siblings or your parents or you've got a partner or you're part of a community or you work for a company, or you do, you have a partnership in business, whatever that is. The fact is, is you are alone in life on your journey. And you have your own destination. This is positive. It is yours alone to own. And, you know, just like this man, he has his destination and he owns it. He knows it and he's agreed to it. But no matter who comes along, whether they offer to help you or you ask for the help, ultimately it's your own journey. And the more empowered and um, in control, I guess, of your own journey that you can be, <clears throat> the more powerful you're going to be in life. And so, one, we all have our own destination. And we own it, and it's ours alone. It's no one else's. Does, no one else owns it. You don't do it for someone else. You're not here to live your life for someone else. You're not here to live your life for your spouse, your partner, your boss, your kids, your parents, your neighbor, your friends. You're here to live your life for you. And it's not only a good belief to have and, and conviction. It's important because when you are in your own destination and your own journey towards that, when you give that time for that and yourself, you are then more equipped to be able to help others in life. And it's only then can you really give yourself to others when you've given as much as you possibly can to yourself and to your journey and your path, what I call the warrior path, finding that warrior path, your path. So, number one, we all have our, our destination. And in that, we have our journey towards that destination. <clears throat> and I'll talk about that in a minute. 
Number two, we all need to do our work. Don't be lazy. Sometimes we actually have to roll up our sleeves and wheel that wheelchair and, you know, move things forward. Don't be afraid of doing that work. It's really important that we give our mind and our soul and our body, our energy to doing and putting in the work. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to work hard. It doesn't mean it has to be tough. Believe me, I've had some tough things in my life, as I'm sure many of my listeners have. I grew up on a mountaintop in the middle of Australia with my parents. We landed on this uh, property um, at the time when I was like 12, 13 and we didn't have a house and we had to build our own house and we built the house with the wood and the stone from the forest. It was pretty pretty awesome actually but you know that's tough but it, and it was hard work but boy did that pay off. I mean it is a great home. My parents still are there and living on that mountain has taught me so much about life, about putting in the work. Was it hard? Well, maybe. I mean, sometimes I'm sure that, you know, mostly my parents toiled at, you know, that wall that they had to build or getting that roof on. Yeah, they had to put some sweat in. They had to, you know, strengthen, have some strong arms and and we had to sometimes get help. Yeah. Um, But it was always rewarding. You know, at the end we'd sit around and have some drinks and have a swim in the pool that my dad built, dug, and we all laid out the the fiberglass and built this pool. But yeah, once we were able to build a pool, we were able to swim in it. You know, like you see the rewards, the fruits of your labor, right? So number two, we all need to do our work and don't be lazy. And if this guy on the street, you know, he knows he has to do that work. And, you know, he's going to take some pauses. He's going to take some time. He's going to take his time to get there to his destination. But he's going to do the work because he needs to. He told me that he needs to do this. He could have easily taken the free ride. But he chose not to because it's important for him in his journey towards his destination to put in the work to learn how to use those wheels, to get his mojo on. <clears throat> and I I commend him for that. I commend anyone who will put in the work to then reap the fruits. Because there are fruits always at the end, always. My parents used to say, you know, <clears throat> I'm building this big wall or something and I'm like, oh my god, I can't think of the can't think of the worst thing I want to do is build a, a stone wall, you know, that helps like towards the or <laughs> even worse, we're going to build the uh the uh the, the toilet system, <laughs> the plumbing today. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that's the worst thing I could possibly imagine. But you know, they do it. They put in the work and of course, you know, that helps the toilet flush, but the main thing is they see the reward at the end. Wow, we did this. 
And that sense of achievement is, is impossible to compare when you don't actually do that work yourself. When you, when you hire someone, oh, I have some money, throw some money at someone. I'm not suggesting you should do the plumbing of your house, believe me. What I'm saying, though, is there are some things, there's some tasks that you can do, some projects that you can take on that, that might need a bit of grunt work. But, boy, at the end of the day, you can go, well, I did this. And that sense of achievement is way more um, empowering and, and, and happy, a happy pill right there than, um, you know, a paycheck or just, you know, getting someone else to just, oh, they did it, you know, because you, and it's even more empowering than like, like success from like a, you know, commercial kind of point of view because it's the little successes that really add up and you can go, yeah, but okay, so it might have taken me all day or might have taken me all week or might have taken me all month. But when I finished, I finished and it's mine and my own that I own. I did this myself. And having that sense of achievement after doing the work, there's nothing in comparison. So number two, we all need to do our work. Don't be lazy. Number three, don't sweat the small stuff. Actually, don't sweat the big stuff either, but don't sweat the small stuff. So, you know, we can lament a lot in our lives. I, I've been a culprit of it. I'll wake up and I'm lamenting. Oh, the kitchen's messy. The kids have left their breakfast cereal all over the dining room table and their toys are still on the floor and, you know, the bed's not made and, oh no, someone didn't do something in my business or this hasn't been completed or, oh my gosh, I've been treated like this and that by my client or my husband is, you know, saying this and that. or And it goes on and on. And then I see it on, like, social and Facebook at the moment, like, the world is so painful right now. I mean, there's every possible article about everything that's wrong right now from war in Iraq to fires to animals being abused, to children being abused, to we're not saving our planet, we're not doing this, we're not doing that, and we're, we're not vegan, and we're not taking care of the garbage on the street, and someone's pitching this and someone's doing that and it's just a constant lament or we can spin it and talk about the good stuff I don't know anyone in America or in the US if you've ever seen the Sunday show on CBS on Sunday morning I highly recommend it because it is the one show that talks about positive news stories and when we're tapping into positive stories and positive articles and positive conversation and positive dialogue and positive self-talk and positive thoughts, we attract more positivity, more things, good things happen. And there are a lot of good things out there. I know there's a lot of tough things out there, believe me. I'm not washing over or glossing over that. But there are a lot of positive things that we need to continue to tap into so that our day becomes 
positive so that we can be more empowered and more powerful in what we do in our day for ourselves and for others. And the more we can be positive and happy and powerful, the more our planet will be powerful because we'll all walk around happy and positive and we'll create positive change. You see where I'm getting at here? So don't sweat the small stuff. You know, when, next time you want to open your mouth and you want to complain about something, just take take 10 seconds. Just count to 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Breathe. 7, 8, 9. Breathe. 10. And just tune in and tap into your spirit and yourself and your breath and and maybe what you're about to say you know shooting from the hip is not worth it maybe your thought about something is actually something small and so we don't want to sweat the small stuff and while you're at it don't sweat the big stuff either I mean just think of this guy in his wheelchair it, it is a work. He's going to work at it for the day. But there is some, something beautiful about that journey that we can all tap into for ourselves. You know, I have to do the taxes for our family coming up for 2019. And it's like, oh my God, that's the last thing I want to do is taxes. But, you know, I've got to do all the accounts and, and that's because I'm good at it. I'm good at numbers. I like to get in there. I like to know the accounting for our businesses and, you know, personal and which school we send our kids to and the costs and the blah, blah, blah and, you know, the renovation on the house. And, yeah, it's just stuff. But it's, there's so much great outcome around that. It means that we're living life and we have a family of productivity and we're doing things and we've got a, I've got a business that's helping others and it's great you know and so you look at that in that lens in that perspective and you you do the accounts for the year and you spend that day or whatever it is putting the receipts together and organizing blah 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 you know what I mean just kind of enjoy that journey a little bit so don't sweat the small stuff don't sweat the big stuff I have had a dear friend of mine Cindy Alter I'm sure she's okay with me saying this. Um, She's from the band Clout, so look that up. She's South African. She's amazing. One of my best friends. And she was living in Los Angeles, I'd say, for a good 20 years. And she was amazing, touring touring the world, recording. Amazing. You know, we both did a lot of gigs together and a lot of music together. We recorded in the studio together. We formed on stage together she's amazing and anyway when she was around 50 or so she was diagnosed with leukemia you know and it was like a death sentence because her mother had passed away from leukemia at the same age and so you know her plight was written on the wall And she could have lamented big time, believe me. She could have like, oh, crap. All right, there's my lot in life. There's my destination right there. 
And I'm just going to be the victim of that lament until that happens. But she didn't. You know what she did? She put in the work. She was so positive. She did the chemotherapy. She did what the doctor said. She changed her diet. She did everything. She changed her mindset. Oh my God. There's a whole podcast just in that. But she was so amazing. Amazing. And we all were around her that. But this was her journey. This was hers alone that she had to conquer. Boy, is she one amazing warrior girl. And it took its time. It was quite a journey. But she survived. And she has been in remission for many years now. Years. She's now back on stage performing. She's touring, she's written a book, she's been interviewed, she's just she's had more success than she's ever had before. And I'm so proud of her. Don't sweat the small stuff, don't sweat the big stuff. That's number three. Because two, we need to do our work, and one, we all have our own destination. Alright, number four. Move towards where you want to go. Not where you. Don't. Move towards where you want to go, not where you don't. So, you don't want to kind of run away from stuff you don't like. You know, whether that's a job or a relationship or a project or whatever. Because then you're just running. You just... I want to get out of this bad thing. I want to, I want to escape from this. I want, I want to change this. And what you're doing is you're focusing on that negative thing. And that doesn't work. Because all you'll get is just that continual... It's like a vicious cycle. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll continue to attract the same kind of relationship. You'll continue to attract that same kind of bad job. You'll continue to attract the same kind of stuff, negative stuff. by just focusing on that stuff and then just kind of running away from it. What you need to have is a north star, like a milepost of where you want to go towards. And that should be this goal or a dream. You know, a goal is a dream with a deadline. So give yourself a deadline. But the point is, is... You want to go for this really positive outcome. And I always say dream big. I mean, I'm a big advocate. All my uh, creative coaching clients, my business clients, um, the artists that I work with and myself, my family, we dream big. That's my big motto. So don't, don't limit yourself, but go for something that you really, really want. And it, couldn't, it may not be a thing or an achievement or a milepost or whatever. It just could be a feeling to move towards that. And so when you're not feeling good, let's say you're in some kind of dialogue with someone or people or you're or you're you're just not feeling good based on circumstance, maybe you don't like your job or start thinking about what feels good to you. 
just thinking about it, just putting that in your thought, maybe even visualizing like what it looks like, it just changes. It just changes the moment. And all of a sudden, you things around you just will just open up as joy where you once may have seen something laborious and difficult may you may see the silver lining you may see the hope you may see the positive side or or you may just it may no longer exist because you'll start moving towards what you do want and that just you continue to put that in your mind and it just blocks out everything else and all of a sudden it's all about this new place that feels good the new job the new idea of a job a new business idea a new relationship idea a new destination a new place a new home a new dog a new whatever a new flower you've picked up on the street a, a holiday a, a trip a, a new beverage you found at starbucks i don't know i mean a new book you want to read a, a new blog you want to write a a new thing you want to do, a thing you don't want to do, a day, a day where you just do nothing, just be and enjoy and meditate and do yoga and swim or I don't know. The feeling of that is is what is good to tap into. So move towards where you want to go and not where you don't. All right, and that positive mindset. As you move along your destination, you want to kind of feel, you want to feel that. And feeling and thinking that is one thing. And one of the ways to feel and think it is to visualize it, like actually kind of even draw it if you can. But at least in your mind, visualize it out. All right. The fifth and final, final uh notion of your happy positive day is to step back and adjust so we get in the mode of doing 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 we're doing 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 but we don't necessarily always take stock of like how are we doing so I always encourage my clients, and I do this myself, and I need to do better at this, I have to say. So, you know, I'm, I say all this, and I, <laughs> this is what I need to do too, um, is to take stock of that, to take a moment, and it could be morning, middle of the day, or afternoon or evening. I would suggest all through the day, take those moments, and if, you're, if you have a busy schedule like I do every day, my calendar is booked. Um, I actually have to plan it on my calendar. I have to have to put a an, a, a meeting on my a calendar, a meeting that says moments or adjust or check in. Self-check is actually a really nice one. Self-check. And you just take that moment and drop everything, even your phone. You know, don't get on that social media now that you have a moment. Just Just take a moment, close your eyes and... You may want to go into a deep meditation or you may just want to kind of take stock of the day. Take a breath. And you don't even need to 
think about anything. In fact, I highly recommend you don't try and add thoughts to this or new to-do lists for yourself. Just breathe, close your eyes and take a moment and just assess where you are. Assess it. Are you still feeling good? Are you still moving towards where you want to go? Are you, you know, are you working towards where you wanted to go? All that. And then if you're not, just make an adjustment. Take a breath and think about, like, okay, I'm back to my where I was at, going towards where I want to go, right? And you adjust. It's like a quick tune-up. And then you adjust and you keep moving. And what that does is that kind of calibrates you and continues to remind you of your true purpose, where you really need to go and how you need to go about it. It's about how you do it, right? That guy in the wheelchair, he's adjusting for a moment. You know, his position, I noticed him do that. He was trying to get a better angle with his right arm, which was stronger than his left to see, you know, when he spun the wheel on the right, he kind of turned the turned the whole wheelchair to the left because he wasn't spin he wasn't turning the wheels at the same time. So I, n- I noticed him adjust and say, okay, he's teaching himself he has to turn the wheels at the same time. So that was kind of a cool thing to witness and then his next stride up the bike path there was just a little bit better. Yeah. They're my five, my five, uh, five uh, points in uh, living your day positively and happily towards your amazing destination. So I hope you enjoyed that. I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, um, if you don't know where to find me. Uh, go to jillymoon.com. That's G-I-L-L-I moon.com. You can also check out my coaching at creativewarriorcoaching.com. I have a business, warriorgirlcreative.com. Um, I'm on social, Instagram, jillymoon, G-I-L-L-I moon, and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and I can't wait to talk with you feel free to reach out to me on my social I answer every post every comment um, on what you'd like to hear from my podcast because I want to create uh, the content of my podcast based on what you want to know what do you think I can share with you have a great empowering positive happy day And I will see you when I see you.